Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. All right, we are back again. We have starting safety of the now Washington Commanders. It is crazy to say that. We have Cameron Curl join the boys. Cameron, I guess we have to just start there and keep it light. Uh, how do you feel about the name change? I'm sure everyone's been asking you. It was the Redskins, now the football team. We got used to the football team, and now we're the Commanders. How does it feel to finally, I guess, have an identity over there? I mean, it's cool. You know, something to get the fans bought into. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like the name. You know, it's cool. But, uh, you know, I like the football team, too, though. Like, it was growing on me. Yeah, I think it was growing on everybody, you know? Yeah. It was, it was unique. But, it was different. Yeah, it was, it was different. It was the only ones, you know, football team. But the commanders is cool. Like, I like I like the uniforms. They look pretty cool. So Yeah, which, which is your favorite? Because we've been debating of the white, uh-huh. the maroon, and the black. Which one do you like best? I like the black. The black right. is tough. Like, it's tough. Yeah, the black helmet, too, so. Like yeah. So what do they do? They, you know, they, they make the name change, the rebrand. Did uh-huh. they just give y'all a ton of merch? And they're like, all right, all the other stuff that you were wearing, got to uh-huh. get rid of it. We got to throw it away because we got to move forward. Uh, they, they really, they sent uh, a letterman to like everybody. Like it was like 500 made or something like that. They sent a letterman out to us, but like we haven't really got uh, like in a lot of gear yet. Probably. When we get back for OTAs, they're probably going to hook us up. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, you, the defense is rare and ready to go. Obviously, the injury to Chase Young is unfortunate, but knowing him, he's a beast. He'll be back. Uh, what do you think the next steps are to get this team to the next level? Because a lot of the pieces are there for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like it's just like we had these two years to really learn how to play with each other. You know, we had a new staff. So I just feel like uh, this third year together, we're going to gel a lot more because we're going to be more comfortable around each other. You know, we know what the coaches are looking for without them even have to say it. You know what I'm saying? So stuff like that, I feel like it's just going to make this third year a lot smoother. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, man? Because you come in as a seventh-round pick, and then you're starting, and then you're starting again. So now that you've kind of, like, cemented your spot in there, what are you looking to do now that you don't really have to look over your shoulder as much in your third year, maybe on and off the field as well? Um, well, mostly like become like a leader, more of a leader, you know, like I lead by example, but I feel like this last season I became more vocal and stuff. So just working on that and then like just really just being the best player I can for the team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and like you said, I don't got to look over my shoulder, but it's like, I don't really think like that because yeah. come training camp, like you can't really think like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. I've always got that mindset, like, you know, I was at seven rounder, so I got to work for everything, you know, yeah. even if I'm starting already. So it's just just being consistent, just getting better at everything. 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, you always got to compete, especially in training camp. I mean, yeah. especially, you know, someone coming out of seventh round playing with a chip on your shoulder. I feel like there's a lot of DBs in the league just in the history that play with a chip on their shoulder, and it just kind of brings out that dog in them. I mean, you look at Richard Sherman. He was, what, fifth-round pick? Yeah, absolutely. Cam Chancellor was a late-round pick, too. I mean, a lot of those guys in Legion of Boom. Browner yeah. was undrafted. So who are some guys maybe, you know, starting in your days in San Diego that you looked up to? And kind of going to college now in the NFL that, you know, getting to actually meet a lot of these players that have inspired you um, and you've molded your game after? Uh, really, when I started off playing football, I was really like an offensive player, like running back with my first position. So, like, I was watching Adrian Peterson, like, LT, Reggie Bush, and all of them. And then when I got to high school, I really wanted to go to college as a receiver, but I started getting offers. I was getting offers from, like, Kansas, like, like University of Ohio, like little schools for receiver. But then like when all the power five conference started coming, like it was DB. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna just buy in for that. Like, and so I was I was watching like Eddie Jackson, you know, like Tyron Matthew, Jamal Adams, I was watching Lando. Like I was watching a bunch of guys, you know, that, you know, I'm like playing beside now. So it's crazy. I love Land. Do you ever see Landon Collins pick? Alabama over LSU at the uh, I think it was the Army Bowl All American game and his mom like freaks out because his mom. Uh, like, oh, you, you've seen that before? Have you seen that before? It's a great yeah, video. I video. Yeah, I mean, I what's it like kind of having him in the locker room to look up to? Because my buddy was from New Orleans and I asked him who that he was. He played. He was Odell's quarterback for a year, and I asked him who the best player he ever played against was, and he said one time he threw a pass on one end of the field. And Landon Collins came from literally the other end and not only picked it off, but ran it back. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't see uh, Lando High School highlights, though. He was a big in the air flash. Yeah. But uh, just having to do like him, like, he knows so much. So I just try to, like, soak up everything he knows. You know, like, we in the meetings together, you know, he'll send me something I got to work on or something like that. And it's really like, when I'm watching film, I'll just, I'll really watch him, you mm-hmm. know, to see how he, see how he take on stuff and how he reacts to certain stuff like that because you know he's been to the pro bowl you know he's one of the top safeties you know so just being able to learn from him it's like it's a blessing yeah absolutely man do you always have that chip being a three-star because you were a three-star recruit and you went to arkansas and then you were a seventh round pick so did that kind of you know you, there wasn't that kind of issue of being a five-star recruit and being a seventh-round pick. There wasn't kind of like a situation where you were really highly touted and then you went to being a seventh-round pick. Did having that chip on your shoulder from college help having a chip on your shoulder in the NFL kind of? Uh, yeah, for sure. You know, just just trying to, you know, prove myself right. You know what I'm saying? That I'm the player I think I am. So just I feel like having a chip on my shoulder, it helped you give you a little more extra motivation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it sucks for us to watch because we're Texas guys. All three of us went to the University of Texas. Not only did yeah, not only did Ar- <laughs> not only did Arkansas smack us this year, but clearly we lost on a guy like you. It's always terrible, man. We see mm-hmm. guys like Garrett Wilson at Ohio State, Jackson Smith and Jigba, and all these guys are Texas guys, and continuously we always miss out on like all these pros. Like, yeah. I don't know, I just, but look, I got a question for y'all. Like, yeah, shoot. Y'all think I ready for the SEC, bro? What? No. <laughs> No way. We got to tune up a little bit. We tune up a lot of the thing is, is we can't, we can't lose to Kansas in the regular season. I got to tell you that. Yeah. I mean, no chance. I mean, you just said it yourself, Kansas, you wanted to be a wide receiver and Kansas offered you like kick rocks. No chance. No way. I'm going, I'm not going there. The thing is, is like, 
it's a, I mean, it's a great question because <clears throat> Arkansas brings in a guy like Pittman, who's an yeah. offensive line coach. Like he's an offensive line guy. And the key is, and we watched it in the Georgia Bama game. Like at the end of the day, what got Georgia there is the defensive line. If you look at the Washington, you know, I keep saying football team, the commanders. Now, what have you guys built on pain? Chase mm-hmm. Young, Allen, Sweat, who, again, by the way, is so underrated. He's an absolute stud. Yeah, Sweat. Yeah, you build on the line. And so look at our offensive line class. Like, we were, we're just not ready on the line yet to compete in the SEC. Uh-huh. Is, that, is, is that fair? Do you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta have them dudes and trenches in the SEC, for sure. That's what our problem when I was there. We uh, weren't really that good in that position. But when Pitt came, like, he, he turned it up. So, so let me ask you really quickly that we're on the topic of college football, SEC, kind of more of a balanced offense, you know, a lot of running, you know, there's a lot of pro style offenses, but mm-hmm. when you get to the big 12, there's a lot of air raids, a lot of, a lot of just spread, you know, a lot of guys just air it out. I mean, you look at tech, yeah. they throw for like 600 yards a game. So do you think that partially part of the reason why you fell to the seventh round is because as a defensive back, there's not a ton of passing game going on i mean if you went to a school like oklahoma or oklahoma state where they're just throwing the ball all day long you think maybe you would have had a little bit more time to shine uh i mean it's possible you know just more opportunities for like picks and stuff but i feel like the reason i went to arkansas because i feel like the sec was the best conference so it's like that was going to be uh get me ready for the nfl mm-hmm. and i feel like it did in a way because like the speed coming from sec to nfl like it's not really that big of a difference. It ain't take me that long to really yeah. transition. Anymore. Well, I mean, you look at all the receivers that get drafted in the first round, and they're all SEC guys. I mean, yeah. LSU, Jamar Chase, you know, Justin Jefferson. You got Jalen Waddle at Bama and, and Devontae Smith. I mean, those are guys you go against. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of guys coming out of Arkansas, though. Can you speak to maybe uh, Burks a bit? Because I know you know. Yes, right? I mean, because we a lot of the Ohio State guys are getting love. Drake mm-hmm. London from USC is shooting up draft boards. But we saw Burks play, and time and time again, the guys just got short. Beast. Yeah. I don't see no receiver in the draft that's like him. Like, his build, and he can run, and he's going to go up and get it, and his hands are huge. Like, is it, I ain't never seen nobody with, like, the hands like him. But it's like he's he's really, like, just a natural football player. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can – like, the things they were doing with Debo, like, I feel like somebody can use him like that. You know, because you're not going to want to tackle him. Like, we was – I'll give you a story. Like, his freshman year was my junior year. So, like, we do one-on-ones. And, like, how he started off doing one-on-ones, he would literally, like, just run right into you and, like, try to knock you over, then run his route. So, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going against him no more. So, I made another freshman, like, go against him. Like, I'm not going to this big dude every practice. Talking about, talking about one-on-ones and guys that are underrated – what about TMC? What about McLaurin? Do you feel like he is still not getting enough love? Because obviously, do you go up against him in practice? I imagine you do. And what's that like? I mean, I didn't, I didn't have to cover him a couple times, like my rookie year, really. I mean, yeah. but Terry, like he's, I feel like he's top five receiver in the league, like if not top three, like because he gonna catch everything, and then he'll really sneak up on you with his speed, like. You'll think he's not moving for real, but then when you when you realize he's gonna run past you, you know. Oh, he's sneaky. Routes like, and he's a hard worker. Like he's gonna come to practice every day and work for so. Like so, yeah. Terry, I, I feel like he he one of the best. What's it like playing 
in the same organization that the late great Sean Taylor did and at the same position too. Right. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, you're wearing number 31. I mean, that's a really similar number to his 21. I mean, yeah, Sean Taylor, he, you know, like I said, he wanted the greats. So like hands down, just the way he played the game, you know, his range, he can come up and hit you, you know, he can cover like, and he was just a playmaker, you know, he don't get the ball, turnovers and stuff. So it's pretty cool, you know, playing at the same organization and the same position. Like, you know, they'll just come up to me, tell stories about him, you know what I'm saying? Or like how you used to prepare for games. And, you know, you just try to take a little bit of everything, you know, just to, uh, so you can be your best. Mm, yeah, absolutely, man. Talk to us about life off the field, because obviously there's more than football. What are you into? Video game? Uh, what shows are you watching? Uh, are you starting to get involved in charities at all? Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm playing video games. Uh, <laughs> what do you play? Yeah. Warzone? Uh, like, nah, I ain't play Call of Duty like that. I play Madden 2K. Okay. GTA, stuff like that. That's like me, yeah. Yeah, Um, but I really just be chilling. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting into some charities and stuff right now. That's why I had my uh had that little top golf event during the season. Um, but you know, just that's really going into like my third year, just trying to get more into the community and stuff like that. Uh get my face out there a lot more. Mm, nice man. Yeah, I mean yeah. it makes more sense, like as a rookie and as like a sophomore in the league, like you have to kind of get your bearings first and foremost before you can kind of give back to others and, you know, yeah, kind sure. of so is life. But yeah, GTA is great. We live in Los Angeles and we first moved out here. We played San Andreas and like, that's yeah. how, we, that's how we learned the city. Like, we were able <laughs> that, that's to, how he learned the city. Don't that's, put words in my mouth. Bro. That's how, look, that's how we, we played for like the first week we were there and like just hunkered down. And like yeah. one of my friends didn't even need a map to get around yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah, look exactly. Like I was just in LA like two weeks ago. Yeah. But I looked exactly like, we used uh, to we used to like get in the car and Josh would just go to the front seat. Whoever was going to drive and you'd yank him out, pull him out of the car and get in the front seat. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, you can't do that in real life. Like, yeah. I used to have to sneak over to like a friend's house to go play Vice City. And I remember mm-hmm. that was that was all I did. I would just go and sit to there for hours. <laughs> yeah, they need to be able to drive the GTA 6. Like, it's been like it's been forever. Okay. Nice. I'm glad we just uh, had, I had that line on our radio show. That was I want to <laughs> I want to address the elephant in the room here. Your last name is Curl. We got the the Olympics going on. You ever thought about being Cameron Curl the curler? <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't never tried that. <laughs> I watched it before, but it looked hard. Like you gotta make it land on like the bulls or whatever. But I I'll try it. Yeah, that's like you can practice with a Swiffer. That's like the best part about that sport. Oh, yeah, you, just, you just whip out the Swiffer, yeah, yeah, and just just have one of your buddies roll it out, man. That, that's the, that's keeping the house do. clean. Yeah, going back to Arkansas though, there's another safety Cantalon over there. Like he's a dude. He's a stud. Yeah, yeah. For sure. What was he like coming in? Because I, he, for him, like obviously Burks gets the hype, but mm. he's an eye test guy. He's literally everywhere on the field. He's making plays. And I remember watching him against us. And I remember like kind of now I pinged on him for future games when Arkansas was playing. And he, he's a beast. Yeah. When he came in as a freshman, like I knew like he was going to be special. Cause like, yeah. like, like Burks, he's like a national football player. Like he knows what's going on. You know, he's not afraid to take the risk to go get the ball. You know what I'm saying? And he, he's real smart. Like he's a real smart player. He watches film and all that. So, like it's it felt it feels good to like when I left and see the dudes like who was younger than me coming up and getting better and stuff like that. Like it feels feel good to see that. 
Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right, a couple quick hitters for you. Your dream defensive backfield. So you're, you could be in it or you don't have to be in it. You could be one of the safeties or you don't have to be one of the safeties, but either you and another safety or two safeties, two corners and a nickel. Blue light. All on time. five in the back. Yeah, all time. Shoot. Yeah. Sean Taylor, Ed Reed at the safeties. I'll back them up. I don't care. But uh, the nickel, I'm trying to think. Nickel, I got to go come back to the corner. I got Deion Sanders. And I got, I got Pat Pete in his prime. Ooh, Patrick okay. Peterson. He was That's nice. A That's a good one. Oh, and then uh, Nickel, I got a uh, honey badger. Nickel. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you just need him for just absolute smack. I mean, Ed Reed is the ultimate hawk. I always – the the cornerback position is tough. I, lo- I love the throne of Pat Pete. Obviously, Woodson, Champ Bailey. I'm a sucker for – I'm a Throw sucker Revis. for – yeah, I'm a sucker for Revis. Just because yeah, yeah. like – I saw Brandon Marshall talk about him and Chad Ochocinco. Like, obviously, Ocho had so much swag, and he was like, "Revis just had zero swag." <laughs> just so good. Well, he was yeah, he was good. Um, we always ask all our guests this last question for you. It mm. could be from you playing, could be from you watching, could be anything. What is your favorite sports memory ever? My favorite sports memory ever. I mean, I would, I would say getting drafted because, like, when I, it was a dream come true, you know. Just mm-hmm. I've been trying to – I've been playing football since I was six. So, and, like, the league was my goal since then, you know, because that's what I was watching. Like, I want to go do that. So, just getting drafted and getting the opportunity to, like, live my dream, I feel like that was my favorite sports moment. At what point did you know that was, like, possible, though, like actually legitimately possibly getting drafted? <sighs> I, I say in college, because mm. high school, uh, it's just, it's so many people going D one, you know, and then like we got to actually do something in college to make it to the league. So, you know, in college when I started making a few plays, it was just like I had confidence, like like I know I can go make a team. You mm. know what I'm saying? I just need an opportunity, and then I got that. And it worked out a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Were you a were you a Chargers fan when you were younger? No, I was a Raiders fan. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I like the Raiders. Yeah, I mean the Raiders. Silver and black. It's like the fans are just. I remember growing up and and watching as a little kid and being so mesmerized by the Raiders fans and mm, my crazy. father. Yeah, my father being like, "You're never allowed to go in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's no chance." Yeah, uh, I Raiders game Yeah, I mean. Uh, that's great, man. Who's last one though? Just out of curiosity, one on one, who's one receiver you'd like to go against? One on one with a receiver. Yeah, man. Tight end receiver. Anybody? Who's one guy you would like relish the chance? Could be all time. Uh, who? Right off the top of my head, I say uh, Calvin Johnson, Megatron. Ooh, it's, it's a tough you know, test. Yeah, he went crazy, but like you know, if I strap him one time, straight. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that would be awesome. that would be cool to go go up against him. Awesome, man. That's great stuff, Cameron. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we let you go, do you mind saying one thing for us? Um, yeah. 
Hit your free throws because they're free. Hit your free throws because they're free. Hit your free throws because they're free. We're the charity stripe. That's Cameron Curl. Thanks for joining us, Cameron. Good luck. Go kick some booty this season, man. Appreciate y'all for having me. And we got some advertisements for you guys. All right. Here we go. Let's do it right now. Go to BetterHelp. I want I want you to start living a happier life today. How about that? As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash Charity Stripe. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match with your own licensed professional therapist. Connect in a safe and private online environment. So convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. I love this. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Charity Stripe. That's sponsor number one. Y'all already know who sponsor number two is. That's BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE. Go there right now. 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. Go to, go to it. I don't even need to say who it is. You know. You know who I'm talking about. BetOnline.ag code BELIEVE. All right? What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for, to give you a peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you can face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service, offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure normally i'd redo that but there was no way i was getting encryption right on the fly but i did i did just there so nice there we go plus you can use nordvpn on all of your computers devices no matter the operating system with nordvpn's unlimited bandwidth you never have to worry about slow connection ether and plans to start at under four dollars per month oh that's great so grab your exclusive nordvpn deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the promo code b-l-e-a-v believe to get your 70 percent off your nordvpn so it's like what one dollar plus one additional month free it's also risk-free with nord's 30-day money-back guarantee that is awesome and finally how about you invest let's invest some money right go to masterworks we're teaming up with them. I'm talking about art. Masterworks is the new investing app that lets you invest in blue chip paintings from icons like Picasso, Monet, Warhol without needing millions. Over 300,000 people have already signed up. Get priority access with unique promo code. Log on to masterworks.art slash believe. Masterworks.art slash believe. B-L-E-A-V. Go there. Masterworks. Go to all our sponsors. Shout out to Darren Sproles, Kef Media for setting that up. Yahoo Sports. We love them. Fans out there, drag both feet around, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit your PKs because they're free, and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Because they're free. We out you. We love you.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.